0: Financial Grown-Up Guide, the top new money books for grown-ups right now, August 2019 edition. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. Welcome to a new installment of our monthly feature here on the Financial Grown-Up Podcast. Quick reviews of the money books, sometimes loosely defined, that we are loving right now and you might want to check out this month is all about getting really practical because we are in August and this is often a time for getting organized for lots of things, whether it's going back to school, moving into college dorms, and in many cases, moving into new homes, starting new jobs in new cities and all the stuff that comes with it. The books we are going to discuss in this episode are The Startup Squad by Brian Weisfeld and Nicole Keir, *Grown and Flown, How to Support Your Teen, Stay Close as a Family, and Raise Independent Adults, which is by Mary Dell Harrington and Lisa Heffernan. And then finally, the essential first-time homebuyers book, How to Buy a House, Get a Mortgage, and Close a Real Estate Deal, by the editors of Realtor.com, including our Financial Grown Up guest, Judy Dutton. These are recommendations. So I'm going to focus on why I was drawn to these books and what I got out of them. And full disclosure, we do focus on books written by authors that appear on the Financial Grown Up podcast. Because if we're being honest, when I love a book, I want to know more and I want to share that with you guys. So we do tend to reach out and try to get these authors on, and it makes kind of a virtuous little circle here. We will include links to the author episodes in the show notes, which are always at bobbyrebelcom forward slash financial up podcast. Let's get to it. Financial grownup is all about life stages that we go through as we learn how money fits into our lives. So the first book I want to discuss is the one that focuses on the elementary and middle school years. It is called The Startup Squad, and it is officially aimed at Kids. But I'm going to tell you, it hits on themes and lessons that many adults, even those already in business, will truly benefit from. Here's what I liked about the Startup Squad. Don't be fooled by the illustration on the cover or the fact that this is about a lemonade stand business. This is a sophisticated book disguised as a kid's book. The book covers a lot of actual business territory. They get into extreme detail, for example, the cost of ingredients, pricing strategy and profit margin, organization and planning ahead, design and branding, the importance of selecting the right location to attract target customers, and of course, how to figure out who your target customers are in the first place. The book addresses the more human issues associated with a business, including dealing with imposter syndrome, competition and interpersonal relationships among team members. Who's this book for? So The Startup Squad is, of course, great for kids, but I strongly recommend it for aspiring entrepreneurs and, frankly, entrepreneurs at all levels of the game. It covers all the bases. I also recommend that parents read it and then discuss it with their kids. Investors will also benefit because they can learn more about how to identify a business that is setting itself up for success and the skill sets to look for in founders. There are also so many layered nuances to this book that it really creates a framework for understanding exactly what goes into a successful startup. I loved this book and I'm thrilled that it is the first in a series. So look for more. Book number two, moving on to the next stage in life, the teenage years. Here we have Grown and Flown how to support your teen, stay close as a family, and raise independent adults. The book is by Mary Jell Harrington, who has already been on the podcast, and by Lisa Heffernan, who will be on an upcoming episode. So make sure that you're subscribed to hear that. They are the founders of the number one website for parents of teens and young adults. People Magazine named these ladies two of 25 women changing the world. Here's what I liked about Grown and Flown. While there are endless resources for new parents going through maybe elementary school, the information overload thins out substantially as kids get older. But in this age of extended childhood and delayed adulthood, we all need more guidance. Number two, while the authors have a lot of great advice, the book's heart and depth comes from its broad sourcing of contributors Both experts chime in, but also everyday parents from their vast network of followers in, for example, their massive Facebook group. You feel like you have an army of advisors bringing you information you were either looking for or frankly, didn't know you needed, but you do. And they go there. Topics include the expected on family life and happiness and college admissions and academics. But they also tackle love, sex, and the ultimate taboo, mental health. And yes, they also tackle money. For example, in the chapter on college admissions, the authors point out the importance of understanding the financial costs, the sticker price they point out, meaning the listed tuition is not the whole story, or even close. Financial aid letters can be misleading. And make sure parents, and kids, that you understand the average number of years that it takes a student to graduate. It is not always four. An example of the advice, don't let a small price differential keep you from choosing the school that is the best fit. But keep in mind, debt also matters a lot and needs to be factored in. This opens up discussions and it also gives the reader real solid information and pathways to unique solutions that are right for you and your family, and whatever situation you're in. Who is this book for? It is primarily for parents of kids ages 15 to 25, the teenage and college years. But as a parent of a 12-year-old, I can say it is never too early to learn about these years, and if anything, it will make you appreciate the simpler times of younger kids. Before we get to book number three, I do want to share with you a new reading tool that I am really into these days because, as you can tell, I love to read, but I am literally never caught up. And after I read the books for the show and maybe something for my book club, it's just not happening. So that has been making me sad, but I did find a solution. It is an app called Blinkist that is spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist. Blinkist takes books that we are dying to read and it breaks them down into blinks, little one minute-ish summaries that we can read or we can listen to on any device. Entire books, just in 15 minutes-ish. You can tell I like saying ish a lot. 15 minutes-ish for a whole book. Kind of like this podcast. Emphasis on ish. Check it out at bobbyrabell.com forward slash blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. And we'll have a link in the show notes and on my website, Bobbyrabell.com as well. If you like it, Please DM me on Instagram at BobbyRabel1 or on Twitter at BobbyRabel and tell me what you are reading so I can share it with the financial grown up community. The third book that I am recommending this month is The Essential First Time Home Buyers Book, an insider's guide on how to buy a house, get a mortgage, and close a real estate deal without losing your mind. And it is by the editors at realtor.com. Here's what I liked about this book. It is to the point. The book is going to get you the information you need, and it is a great compliment to the realtor.com website. It is self-contained and an easy shortcut for first-time homeowners. It has fun and fascinating and sometimes reality check trivia. Did you know, for example, the average in-state move costs $2,300, moving out of state averages $4,300. And finally, it cuts through the BS with recurring myths, like the fact that a new home doesn't need to be inspected. It does. Or that you can't buy a home if you have bad credit. You can. Even a score under 600, and the book will tell you how. The editors also tell you the truth that a human often won't. For example, did you know that your appraiser works for the lender, not you? And of course, one of my favorite gems is... Five Things Never to Say at a Real Estate Closing. Not that I've ever said them. Maybe I have. Just kidding. Who should read this book? Clearly, people who are buying their first home. It is a small book and you can literally carry it with you when you look at homes rather than fumble to look stuff up on your phone. But also current homeowners can benefit as can renters because in the end, every time we decide to rent or to stay in our current home that we may own or rent, that is a decision made that should be done in comparison to the benefits or drawbacks for us in our unique situations of owning a home. This book lays out what you need to know so that you can be deliberate in your decision, even if that decision is to not buy a home. Let me know how you like this episode and any suggestions that you have. We will put links to the books mentioned here, as well as the author episodes in the show notes, which you can find by going to bobbyrebell.com forward slash podcast forward slash August 2019 books. And you can also just go to my website and use the search bar to find any show notes for any of the podcast episodes that you may want to know more information about. And if you aren't up for entire books, don't forget to check out Blinkist to get 15 minute text or audio versions of more than 20,000 nonfiction books. You can go to bobbyrebelcom forward slash Blinkist for a free trial. And thanks to all of our great authors for helping us be financial grown-ups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebell is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.